So what's up, Zach? Nothing much. What's up with you, buddy? Not much. We have a special guest today. We do have a special guest today. Um, please introduce our special guest today. It's a fan favorite. It's my sister. Hi, Yay. everyone. Good to be here. Dean, that was so low energy from you. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Sorry, Are I'm you like, asleep? You're dicking no, around. We're going to have the show. There's yeah. there's ones of people watching right now. I'm looking at statues. Dicking around. Dude. Trying to conduct business. They're making a Costco? I've been sweating over this hot show sheet for hours today. And no. this is the thanks I get. You haven't, though. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Dini. Welcome to this week's episode of the Collecting Weekly Podcast. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We'd like to take a second to thank our friends over at Water Scrapier for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Big shout out there. Uh, so we have uh, a decent show planned for you guys today. There was honestly not a lot of news this week. Um, so we're going to we're gonna straggle through it. Uh, Dini is here, though. Uh, it's crazy because Dini was on maybe like within the first dozen episodes, maybe like the first 20 episodes, talking about a statue. And we're going to find out what's been going on with that statue. It's been over two and a half years almost. That's ridiculous. That's a long time. I think I've probably been waiting for something that's also we're going to talk about later for about the same amount of time. Dean, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. Hell yeah, it's new this week. What'd you get new this week? Um, I I didn't get anything. I got a comic book, but Deanie has it at her house, so I don't even have it here. Was that the CGC one? No, that's in the mail. That'll be here Thursday, according to the mail. We see if that happens. Yeah. Um, it's the same. I've literally bought the same comic uh, four times. They're all different variations of the cover, and then one of them is the graded version. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's I. It's been so slow. I just haven't gotten anything. Yeah. What about you, Dini? Um, I also got a comic, sort of. I got my uh, Berserk Deluxe Volume 5 this week. Hey, it's the massive cool. compilation, leather-bound, amazing. Yeah, those um, are sweet. They're so big that, that they're bending my bookshelf. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to have to buy a new shelf now. because. Uh, oh, yeah, and here we go. Check this out. I also so tell, got us, this. tell us what this is. 
this here is a limited edition Sume statue. Uh, Final Fantasy IX Battle of Destiny. Uh, it went up for pre-order, uh, I think, earlier this year. Maybe springtime. Um, I don't remember the edition size of this. Uh, let's see. I think it's maybe less, like around 1,500 or so. Uh, huge statue. Uh, yeah, Dean will tell you the size of this thing is uh, pretty misleading. It looks it looks kind of small, but uh, each each one of the figures, uh, both Sedan and Kuja, are pretty sizable. Yeah, uh, they're about seven inch, eight inch, maybe. Yeah, uh, I was super excited to get this because Final Fantasy Nine is my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, they're for ever there was hardly any merchandise for this game and all of a sudden over the last few years it's just been a plethora of figures and love for this game uh remasters toys uh i've been collecting the um what were they the bring arts figures uh-huh. i just uh that's another thing i just got i got uh Quina and Ico, uh the the dual box figure set uh last week super excited but this one i've been waiting for probably my whole life without knowing it i just love it so much and it, it even lights up so uh all of those crystals that you see have leds embedded in them and they look amazing when it's all lit up so this week was uh pretty slow so we had uh place an order from tns manny and i and I thought it was a little odd uh, because the figures were coming from overseas, right? And um, like the day they hit customs, like almost an hour later, it was like, hey, your package is going to be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, that sounds a bit overzealous. Uh, so I turned on all package notifications so I can make sure it's moving throughout the network because it goes from like, you know, the customs to the regional facility, then to San Antonio, then your post office, and then out for delivery. Right. Uh, by 11 o'clock, I still had gotten uh, PM. I had got nothing. Like, it just hadn't moved for 12 hours. And so I was kind of tempering my expectations. Like, I'm definitely not going to get anything. Sure enough, postman drives by, nothing. Still says it's being delivered today. I obviously know that's not the case. Uh, so it was going to be a big uh, strikeout again. But Gravity Damage, local comic book store, managed to snag the Diamond Select, Iron Giant, supposedly early. Some people said this is street dated for uh, next week, but they sold it to me, and I love it. Uh, We got the first review up on YouTube that is live on our YouTube channel right now. It's just about a a three-and-a-half-minute review. There's really not a lot to talk about this figure. It's just really well done, has really nice light-up LEDs in the eye, which look really good. I think they're probably a little too green in the movie. Uh, I don't remember them being that green, but I will rewatch the movie and get back with you. Uh, but yeah, this figure is really good. I mean, for a thirty-dollar figure, uh, six pairs of or six sets, six hands—not six pairs of hands, six hands. Uh, Hogarth, the S, you can remove that; just clips on. Uh, and LED feature with Dean batteries included. Talk about that later. Nice. Um, you can't beat it. I mean, there's one very small nitpick I have is that this these hips right here have screws, and they're just like like just shiny screws i want to just mm-hmm. take some gray acrylic paint and just touch them up to match yeah. the the socket 
But other than that, I mean, this is a fantastic figure. 30 bucks. I mean, you can't beat it. And uh, they only got like two, two or three of them. And one of them had already been paid for. So uh, I don't know if they just didn't order that many or if it's a short printed figure. But it was definitely, uh, definitely really nice to have that. I'm a big fan of the film. And uh, I did have the Walmart 18-inch version, uh, which I did compare it to in the review. But that one didn't really – once Steven Krett pointed out the big feet and, like, just all these other things that were wrong with it, just like, well – You couldn't look at it anymore. Vivi, would you like to have a robot? And so my kid's been playing with it ever since. So nice. definitely, uh, definitely glad to have an Iron Giant back in the collection. Let's get into the news. So Hot Toys announced their new line, Hot Toys Cause Rider. They made this fancy video teaser yesterday, and my God, if this isn't the absolute worst thing I've ever seen. Just like, <laughs> no, nothing about this is good. Um, I know Manny was really upset. He wanted to have Penguin riding a Batmobile. Uh, I don't know, man. What do you think about this? Um, do they actually move? Yeah, so supposedly the gimmick is like you can put the co- put a coin inside and it doesn't really say in the description if that includes this actual Hot Toys Cosbaby coin. Uh but it's kind of funny like if if it doesn't and you have to put your own money in there to make it work. I think that's just like the ultimate troll by Hot Toys. But they're supposed to move with like LEDs and you know kind of like those things in front of the the right. grocery stores. But this just looks so bad. Like there's so many things in DC specifically that people really, really want. And I know like, like I understand, like if we make collecting weekly, but because we're making another show doesn't mean we can't still make collecting weekly. Like I understand that, but it's just like, what is this? You know, it's just a a huge swing and a miss for me. Hardcore DC fans that I know don't even care about this. This is just awful. Dini, this is like when, Square Enix kept coming up with stupid ass Final Fantasy games. It's like, why don't you just work on Final Fantasy Seven? Yes. Why? Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> finish Kingdom Hearts. Who asked for this? <laughs> yeah, finish Kingdom Hearts. Like, why are you working on all these other stupid things? It's like, there's so many Batman figures that people want. Like, oh um, my gosh, I get so jealous in the statue collecting world because it seems like every week. There's, There's like Batman. some new Batman that goes on sale and just immediately is shipped out. And here I am waiting since December 2017 for Griffith, just one Berserk statue. That's all yeah. I want. And this right here, I don't know who they marketed this towards because just yeah, looking at it, it looks like the junk that would be in a kid's room on the floor. Like, and these aren't. I mean, they're not expensive, but they're not cheap either. It's like, yeah, I mean, a normal Cos Baby is like fifteen bucks. So I imagine with the lights and the sounds, I mean, you might be looking at thirty bucks, thirty-five yeah. bucks. Not not breaking the bank, but uh, a lot of people were saying this looks like something my kid would play with. But don't insult the kids, my to- don't insult the toys my kids play with because they look a lot better than this. Uh, yeah, Eddie I'm... says that he canceled all his remaining Hot Toys after this announcement. Sean Yancey says it's the worst. Uh, we have Austin Craft in the chat. And, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Dean, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, I don't know who who this was marketed towards. Like, I don't know a single person that was like, I want more Cosbabies, specifically from Batman movies. Yeah. Um, I will say it's kind of cute that they were able to, like, 
pick out like different vehicles. I mean, Batman's kind of like an easy one, but like the Joker and the the police car and the the Joker and Harley Quinn and that whatever the fuck that thing was. Um, <laughs> it'd be hilarious if they had a the um what's his name uh the last joker what's his name you know what this kind of no the last one oh joaquin phoenix yeah in like a taxi cab but yeah (laughs) what were you saying dini oh i was just gonna say you know this kind of reminds me of something i saw a few weeks back um i'm gonna go ahead and send you a link here but uh prime one uh, unveiled these weird little plastic berserk toys that look like Sackboy from uh, what's that game called? Um, oh, um, pl- something planet. Something planet. I don't remember, but they look like little Sackboys. And I was like, in theory, I thought they sounded cute, but when I looked at them, I was like, oh my god, these are ugly. And for some reason, when I saw those, that's the first thing I thought of was these Ooh. little toys here i was like what is this who did they Ooh. make this for yeah that's yeah. weird it's not weird. a huge fan like if dc fanboys are not even dc fanboys don't yeah they don't strike me as kind of cutesy like i don't think this really suits them i don't know if yeah. i was a dc fan that's not what i would want personally yeah not a huge fan now dean this is one that you wanted to talk about it's yes. a sw toys jill oh. valentine coming in at 160 dollars. this is the 3.0 figure uh tell me about it uh yeah so the remake from, was it the resident evil um three three the remake is freaking amazing <laughs> um i sat there and watched the whole thing get played <laughs> Um, without even realizing, I was like, no, I'm not a big Resident Evil fan. Like, I don't want to watch this. And then before I knew it, I was like so enthralled with this game. Um, Jill has just always been a really cool character, and this redesign is fucking awesome. Oh man. And I think like literally like the the week after I watched this review, I was on um on the show, like, dude, like if this figure comes out, I was like, someone has to let me know because I want a Jill Valentine because she's so freaking cool. Uh-huh. And uh, lo and behold, here it is. Finally, it's on, it's on pre-order. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but there's two variations. There's Jill in her regular outfit and then a zombie version. I don't know why you would want a zombie version, but hey, they're offering it. Uh, it's the same price. But yeah, I've, I cannot wait for this to come out. That is super cool. Do you know when the estimated release date is? Uh, I want to say it was on Giant Toy, but I don't remember. Yeah. I didn't see one on the show sheet, so I just assumed it was not up yet. Is she the Um, same scale as the Leon? Yeah, she's uh, six scale, so... Nice. Excellent. Now, uh, this was really cool. So, Iron Geek 37, friend of the show, Kevin, great guy. Uh, He is putting up the Manta Noir pre-order from Aquaman. Uh, some details on this figure. You can see there's some LED lights, really nice looking outfit. And he says the pre-orders are open now for the Manta Noir Black Manta to add that extra flair to your Aquaman display with some epic battle poses. Dude. 20 points of articulation, five interchangeable hands, two relaxed, two fisted, and one sword holding. Removable gauntlet sword for left gauntlet. 12 points of illumination and diorama display base with electronics installed for wireless illumination upon contact with the base. 
All electronics are handmade as well as the figure being handmade and painted slash assembled by myself. Uh, he says this was the most fun and detailed figure that I've made to date. This is by far my best work and in my opinion is far better than the cybernetic, which we thought were re- was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is basically, uh, you can find information on his Facebook group and his page, Iron Geek 37 uh, and his Instagram at Iron underscore Geek underscore 37. So, Dean, what do you think about this figure? Dude, it looks so freaking cool. Um, Yeah, it's just it's fucking awesome, dude. Um, I don't have any uh, like Aquaman ties, but I always remember watching um, like the cartoons and thinking like, "Oh, that character looks so cool." I always kind of hoped he was a good guy, but apparently he wasn't. <laughs> Again, uh, I, I never paid attention to uh, DC, so yeah. Uh, but I mean, an all black kind of fucking alien looking badass on your shelf i mean it's fucking sweet that takes a lot of talent right there yeah Yeah. i can i don't even i can't even begin to imagine where he even started like danny lee said uh what's the price uh the prices on the facebook group we didn't get permission to talk about price on the show uh before we went live but uh definitely check it out on his facebook group if you're interested now in regards to the uh Cosbaby Riders, Red Wolf says, This is what I feared. Hot Toys is starting to go mainstream and taking away that special quality that I get from collecting them. So, yeah, I am not a big fan. Red Wolf says, Dean, your goatee is looking better and better every stream. <laughs> oh, thanks. Now, yeah. up next from Jazz Inc. Dioramas, they did have some additional photos of their, I believe they're calling it the Iron Scavenger. Now, this yeah. is, uh, they had some questions about this. Obviously, you see it here being supported by uh, boxes. And essentially, God I think this damn. is the early prototype. So uh, Yost was saying that the um, the 3D print is obviously not as rigid as what the final product will be. So that's why it is being supported by this. I think the goal from what I read in the comments was for them to be able to fully support themselves. Uh, but the leather work looks really good. The The scale, obviously, like these wings are massive. And the outfit looks really great. So I know a lot of people are really excited about that. Uh, and uh, definitely for those hum- homecoming Spider-Man fans, this will be a great addition to their collection. Uh, what do you think about this, Dean? Dude, it looks freaking amazing. Um, the size alone is uh, impressive. Um, That's what she said. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure the price of this thing is going to be pretty impressive, too. Yeah. It's actually not that bad. Um off the top of my head, I think it was like, don't quote me on this. I don't have the site pulled up, but I think it was like $500. But for a small batch with like real leather, like this is a, you know, they're not making 10,000 of these. There's not really a scale discount that they're getting for the processing, uh, for the production. I mean, it's a pretty reasonable price. I mean, most uh, die cast Iron Man are like in the $430 range. Yeah. So I think this looks really good. Yeah, just on the size of the wings alone, but yeah, it's also impressive that you get an actual figure. Yeah, it's like a full figure With plus tailored suit and everything. Yeah, yeah, kind of unrelated. I really liked the details on his boots. He has like these cool yeah, clamps. Like that's neat. Do I don't know what picture. That that's cool. Yeah, so when uh, in the movie when the, he's like stealing stuff, he yeah, flies like in it. and his boots grab like crates and then he's able to fly away with them. Oh, okay. Um there's better 
detailed pictures that uh, Yost put up, but uh, yeah, it looks fucking sweet of the feet. I mean, yeah, the I think it looks really good. Dean, are you okay? I'm, I'm scared. You're like, you I'm seem fine. like so low energy. Like, like you're just like, like you, no. I'm worried about you. Are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah. Look me in the eye, Dean. Are you okay? I'm not gonna look you in the eye. I'm, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. I woke up at like eight. Alrighty then. Uh, Demoniacal Fit is uh, showing us some box art for their Mightiest Warrior, their Gohan 2.0. Uh, I'm going to get it, but I already basically have this figure on the shelf. Uh, yeah, but I am not going to complain about getting some new hands uh, and some new faces for Gohan. So um, I think this is a good sign that they're still going to make this figure. I mean, it seems like uh, they just have been releasing render after render. So Rather than getting a 3D render, Dean, we're getting a 2D render of packaging. So uh, I don't know if this means this is a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, they did post that today. So how is Demon Fit's box art better than Figuarts? That's based on the Figuarts box art. Their new uh, the event exclusives. They have like the silhouettes. I think. Uh, I, mean, I think they're looks... trying to copy the. I... Um... Oh, you're right. I have one. Damn. I don't think I have my laptop. Red Wolf says Dean's girl tired the big guy out. Oof. Was that the girl that you were hanging out that you didn't tell me about? No, there's no no girl. Not yet. Uh, let's get into the released section of the show. So the Remnant Stormtrooper did come out. We talked about this uh, on the live stream with Optical, Paradox Nerd, and Justin's collection. Uh, he had said that some of his sources said this was coming out next. Sure enough, like two days later, it came out. I think it looks good. A lot of people are complaining that the weathering is too artificial. But in the show, it is very heavy-handed, and oh, yeah. it, it definitely, this does fit the bill. Um, it's an easy pass for me, but if you like the style of the Rogue One Stormtroopers, uh, it's definitely a good way to get one for your collection. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I always said, like, do you only really see these Stormtroopers, like, once or twice? Because the other Stormtroopers that show up at the end of the show are all spotless. They're clean. Yeah um because these are like the patrol troopers that are just like already there they've been stationed there for a while their ship's all greasy yeah so like for me this is an easy pass i already have my idealized stormtroopers so any stormtrooper that comes out after like a it's an easy pass uh yeah um but yeah i don't know i mean it's cool i like it but i'm i wouldn't buy it yeah, I don't have this on pre-order. Dini, did you like The Mandalorian? I don't think I've ever actually talked to you about The Mandalorian. Yeah, that show was good. Dude, I'm so I, excited. Dean told me, like, episode one, I'm hooked, and you're going to get hooked. I'm like, okay. No, we'll we watched it, it together. That was the night of my accident, remember? Oh, yeah, I think you watched episode two before me. Yeah. Because you everything, cheated. Everything after that, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that that show had me hooked from the first episode. Uh, but I think I I kind of agree with the two of you on this one. It's just sort of like, kind of like a passing design. It's uh, they sort of like threw it away too. So it kind of seems weird in retrospect how you've got these stormtroopers that have been stationed in this place for a long time and their uniforms look like garbage, and then all of a sudden you see all the clean ones come out of the ships and you're like well what the heck is going on here <laughs> get these guys some new equipment right their shit's all falling apart it's all wongos <clears throat> yeah we even got our stepdad hooked on mandalorian dude like every week he was like hey like when's the episode coming out i was like it didn't come out for another day 
Speaking of which, Kensington is in the chat. Hey. Hello. Hey. That means they're both watching. So hey, shout out to Steve. Uh, this came out as well. This is the uh, 40th <sighs> anniversary Kenner Color Boba Fett released in Hong Kong. Dude, I think it looks really good. I Honestly, this so I wasn't. Bad. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan when they first showed it, but seeing it like not in a production photo, like seeing it in someone's hands, I'm kind of a fan. I'm kind of digging it. Dude, I'm not going to buy it. But I'm definitely digging it. I'm really tempted to use my <laughs> sideshow coupons uh-huh. and buy this. That's um, just so cool. But I also really wanted John Wick, so I don't know which one I'm going to get. <laughs> Austin crafting in the chat saying, I hope Hot, Twin- Hot Toys unveiled the Miles Morales figure. Yeah, they showed it a few months ago. It is up for pre-order if you want to get it. I think it's 267 releasing Q one 2021 don't quote me on that no i think it's q3 2021 it's actually a while away i don't know someone put that in the chat but yeah austin they do have one already uh this is also getting its u.s release finally the leia and wicket two-pack a lot of people said that they're getting theirs we've talked about this at length uh someone posted i think it was shy posted a a photo of wicket doing a dab instantly yeah. made me reverse all negative feelings about it i was like i need this in my life i want a wicked, wicked so bad. dabbing would be the absolute go of the client but he's just too expensive by himself for such a little figure what, what how much is he is he like 210 or something i think he's 190 that's still a lot <clears throat> yeah, definitely a lot now going on to jazz ink dioramas i know austin was asking about it but the batmobile from justice league has been released really nice i know justin's collection did do a review uh slash unboxing on this and it looks fantastic uh we've seen photos of like people standing on this during the production process to test that it's strong enough the material uh we've seen photos of the batman inside the cockpit uh i just i think it's great i think it's everything that they advertised it for Uh, a little bit of a grinds my gears on yosa's facebook page after the first batch is already shipped these two or three people were like saying, Oh, you're missing this decal and this decal and this decal. But it's like, well, I mean, he's been working on it for like two years and no one chimed in on that. So uh, a little bit of grinds my gears, but I think overall just having someone in the community making these projects, uh, Dini, this is a gentleman that's making that Falcon. He's also making this and the thing we'll see next. Uh, But I think this looks really good. And uh, I'm definitely excited. Brian Steven is getting one down here in San Antonio. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that once the Rona is over. It's him and his dad and his basically his whole family just out of their garage. Yeah, his kids and these. his wife. Yeah, and it looks really good. And the next thing that released, so big week for Jazzing Diorama is the Falcon Cockpit Diorama. Dude. This thing looks fucking dope. There's like one guy that has it already that's made a YouTube video. Uh, I don't we don't have permission to share or anything like that, but it's really good. Just look up Jazzing Diorama 6 Cal Falcon Cockpit, and you can check it out. It looks I want this so freaking bad, dude. Because all my figures are a new hope. Yeah, that is true. But uh, it's just so expensive, dude. It if is. I have any money left over after I buy a vehicle, I'll probably pick this up. Definitely good stuff. Now, Dean, there was a point. All right, and there was a point where I thought this figure was a myth. I thought it was a lie. I did not believe I would see the day when I heard this company say that this figure is done. Super Mad Toys Officer K finally, finally finished. And I got to say, they did a goddamn good job. Now, I think they kind of just said, fuck this figure. 
and just fucking yeeted all these things in the fucking bag and threw them in the box. Other than that, though, everything else looks fantastic. Uh, we have the retina scanner and the joy emulator here. The badge, the gun. I think this is the whiskey glass. And then also the horse from the end of the movie. Uh, two gloved hands, two ungloved hands. Uh, and obviously the pistol and the holster. I think this looks really good. You also got a second sculpt. Uh, definitely not uh, the greatest timeline from pre-order to release. I just checked. It went up for pre-order in February of 2018. It'll be almost officially two and a half years by the time I get it in hand. But goddamn, I'm so excited, dude. I'm literally so excited. Do we know what the holdup was? <laughs> um. So we've covered it on the show, like, you know, throughout uh initially initially it was kind of like radio silence for a while like for like almost a year yeah and then it just kept they just kept putting it's getting delayed it's getting delayed it's getting delayed and then at one point they changed the sculpt because it used to be like a neck a necklace sculpt and they changed it to a neck sculpt and then they couldn't figure out the flesh tone and then there was issues with i think the the most recent one was the pistol. They didn't right. like the way it came out. Yeah. Uh, but then the jacket, they were trying to get the tailoring right, trying to get it to close right, because it is a very complex jacket. Yeah. Uh, people in the RPF have spent years trying to get it just right, um, trying to get the the uh, the tone of this color right. Uh, it is a very complicated uh, figure, and there's I, I think that's that they so simple. It, yeah, there's a lot of little nuances to getting it right. Yeah, I literally can't wait. I think you were saying with Greg that you have dibs on his copy. Once he gets it, he's going to sell it. Is that yeah, true? Yeah. Because I want this figure, but I was like, I, I think you could go back and listen to that episode. I was like, uh, I'm not like, I don't, I just don't like pre-ordering things. Because they, because of shit like this. Or like, sometimes they come out early and like, they take you by surprise. You're like, fuck, I got to come up with the money. Mm-hmm. Um so I never pre-ordered it, but now I'm like, fuck, it looks so good. Um, yeah, and, and of course, like, Ryan Gosling, one of the be- most beautiful human beings ever. Right. Very difficult to capture the likeness. Now, I think that this likeness is probably like 85%. There. I think it's the closest. W- it's the closest gotten. actual figure that I've seen. Now, obviously, yeah. Jinx, I think, is a little bit better, but you're paying... Uh, you know, a huge price for the sculpt and then an even larger price uh, to get it painted professionally. Uh, Sean says that cutoff date for the Falcon cockpit is the 17th of July. So you have three more days. Uh, the Deckard also looks really good. That's what DJ is saying in the chat. So I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, one last bit of news. Uh, ACGHK is postponed <clears throat> to October or December of this year due to COVID-19 uh, outbreaks in that area. Um, figure collecting for dummy uh, posted that hot toys may adjust new pre-order announcements accordingly. Uh, and they, uh, their, their channel, their YouTube, they're going to keep everyone updated, but this was uh, the image that they released. And this is the, the approximate translation there from figure collecting. So uh, big shout out to figure collecting for dummy for keeping all of us Westerners uh, in the loop. Mario says might start a go fund my Falcon Dean. Yeah. Wait, start a go fund. Is he saying it started GoFundMe? I don't know. But yeah, so definitely uh, definitely kind of sucks, you know? But again, I mean, ACGHK, it is a Hong Kong convention, but there are people that might go from across the world to this convention, travel back home, get people sick, or bring in sickness into the country. I think it's a smart move. Uh, yeah. I think it's a smart move. So hopefully we'll see uh, 
uh, not too much negative feedback from that. Hell yeah. You guys know what time it is. What the scrapyard and me. <laughs> Sorry, I always have to do that. We want to thank our friends over at Water Scrapyard for sponsoring this week's episode. You can find them on Instagram at Water Scrapyard. It's also their name on Facebook and eBay. You make three 3D printed parts and hard to come by Kenner and Hasbro vehicles. Or four. Sorry, I miss, misspoke. As well as resin printed head sculpts of dozen and of different characters from the Star Wars universe and other universes. If you don't see a character you like on their Instagram, send them a message and they could get it designed and printed for reasonable fee. What a guy. What a guy. I'm actually working on some head sculpts for him. And uh, we will definitely talk about those in the joy of hopping. Now, Dean, the movie from this week is where the wild things are 2009 film and uh we're on this where the wild things are kick because i was repairing some figures for your lovely mother Mm -hmm. and i thought i haven't read the book in a while i've never seen the movie what better time now let me give you a brief synopsis here so uh this film is based loosely on the short story by marie sendek and centers on a lonely boy named max who sails away to an island inhabited by creatures known as the Wild Things who declare Max their king. Uh, some of the reviews say that some may find its dark tone and slender narrative off-putting, but Spike Jones's heartfelt adaptation of the classic children's book is as beautiful as it is uncompromising. The Rotten Tomatoes score is 73%. Now, that's pretty good. Warner Brothers, yeah, it's pretty decent, initially feared that this film was not family-friendly and would frighten children, but these fears were not shared by Jones or Sendek, who again is the author, and Jones refused to compromise. Maurice Sendek said after seeing a completed cut of the film, quote, I've never seen a movie that looked or felt like this, and it's Spike Jones's, uh, Spike Jones's personal this, and he's not afraid of himself. He's a real artist, and, let, and that lets it come through in his work. So he's touched me, he's touched me very much. After seeing the fi- finished product, a Warner Brothers executive stated uh, of Jones, he's a perfectionist and just kept working on it. But now we know that at the end of the day, he nailed it. I will say, pretty fucking good movie. Definitely, in my opinion, a movie that is more for um, people like you and I who have nostalgic uh, views of this film. I think your mom would like it a lot. I do not think that like any kid other under like 10 should watch this. It's pretty terrifying at times. Like if you're, if you're in the mindset of a kid, mm-hmm. anytime I watch a movie, Dean, uh, I have to watch it with two lenses, like the, the Zach lens and then the dad lens. And I have to yeah. think like, will this freak my kid out? 100%. This movie could be horrifying for a kid. <laughs> the the creatures, I mean, they're quite large. They're strong. They they just fucking fling each other around. They fling this kid around. Uh, I mean, they're like knocking down trees and throwing boulders like it's nothing. It's very um, whimsical. It's just very like it, it's a really good take on it. There are some parts that are a little scary, uh, but overall, I think it's a good a good story. Um, I think Mark Ruffalo is in this film in the beginning. He's like trying to date this kid's mom, which. Uh, I I wouldn't want Mark Ruffalo trying to date my mom, so I can totally see why the plot goes in motion. Uh, you can see here on the right, this is the entire text of the story of this book. It's not a long book at all. Uh, I think it's like 180 words to this whole book. Mm. And to adapt that into a movie that's almost two hours long, they're obviously adding quite a bit 
of of fluff and obviously the the writer of the novel uh was a part of the production so um and it had his blessing at the end so i think this book is pretty decent and uh, i think this movie is is just as decent uh dini have you seen this movie i have not seen that movie i highly recommend it dean what did you think about it i i gotta be honest with you zach oh no i didn't see the movie what the hell <laughs> I completely forgot. Literally, we signed on. I was like, oh, shit. What the hell? I know. I'm sorry. You dropped this shit on me 36 minutes into the show. I know. I feel bad. I do. What the hell? (laughs) What is the point of this segment? (laughs) That's it. We're done with this segment. The segment's done. (laughs) No, no. We're now canceling the segment. Dean doesn't want to watch the movie. We're done with this. I didn't say I didn't want to watch it. I said I forgot. That's different. Actually, you know what would be better? Uh, how did those repairs go? Because they look so cute and really well good, balanced. Yeah, really good. So I did not actually need to add any weights uh, like I planned. I actually bought them, but I didn't use them. Um, but basically, I just took a blow dryer and like reef, like not reformed them, but like heated up the parts and like bent them back into their original shape. And then I pinned everything uh, and it went really good. Two of the figures are permanently attached to the base. Uh, because their connection points were really loose to begin with, and I think that was part of the problem. Uh, and the third figure, it kind of like fell when the glue was setting. Um, but because it fell, like right when the glue had set, it made a nice little cup of the foot, and it can fit in perfectly, and it's perfectly balanced. Uh, but the glue just didn't actually adhere to the plastic. So it's it's actually a pretty good fit. Everything went really good. Um, I'm, I'm really pleased with how everything turned out. Uh, wasn't as bad as I thought. And uh, speaking of toys, this is the Metacom take on the movie. So they made a set of vinyl figures uh, of the different characters. Yeah, those are uh, huge. Yeah, they look pretty decent. And then they also made a six scale Max, uh, which you can actually find this figure for about 80 bucks on eBay. Uh, nice. Definitely not expensive. And I think with a little bit of weathering, because this outfit does get quite dirty in the movie, uh, I think this could be an easy, um, an easy project if you want to make a six scale Max. Um, but yeah, it looks really good. And speaking of the figures that we worked on for Dean's mom, uh, this is the McFarlane figures. And I guess the reason why they're so weirdly balanced is because they're meant to be removed from the base and displayed like this. But um, on their bases, I think they look a little bit better. They look a little bit too cramped here. Uh, mm. But they look really good. It's basically took the 2D art and made it three-dimensional. And they look pretty decent. So uh, definitely check out this movie. Uh, Dean, apparently. Uh, I'm so disappointed in you. I'm I'm like legitimately disappointed. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess me and you will have to watch it to get make up for it. Yeah, maybe uh maybe our, I quit the show. Our mother dearest will rent it. We go all watch it together. Um well I expect an update if you do. What is <laughs> what would you like to be the movie for next week, Dean? Oh man. Uh you put me on the spot. I don't know. You've only had a week to think about it. I know, that's my bad. I'll I'll announce that later. Oh my goodness. This show is falling apart. Uh, I thought it was a really good movie, though. Definitely check it out if you haven't seen it. I will say certain parts felt really... Um, like, I mean, it's it's a kid... It's like a, from a kid's perspective, so the things that they're doing are obviously very kiddie-like. Definitely not a serious movie, but there are some parts where shit gets real, and uh, this fucker right here, Carol, is a fucking madman. This is my favorite character here, K-Dub. I like the little bird, dude. Wait. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. I don't remember his name. I think his name is Alexander. But there's a scene with him that was horrifying. <laughs> it was oh. like, holy shit. Uh, it like legit, like, it was almost like that scene from Saw, like when the alien walks by and you're like, oh my god. 
I felt just like that. Dude. There's an alien in Saw? Or uh, uh, Signs. Signs? Sorry. Oh, okay. I'm still thrown off by the fact that you didn't watch the movie. I'm trying to like it's, figure out how we're going behind. to... behind. And then the fuck is like... like yeah, dude, that was terrifying. Dude, it was like one of the... I ones. remember it's seeing that. It's not as scary. Vividly. But it is like... I was like, oh shit, that actually just happened. Um, but yeah, definitely check out this line of figures as well. They're really good. Now, the Metacom ones, they are very expensive. The vinyls... Uh, they usually run about eighty bucks a pop. They retail for thirty. How big uh, are they? Uh, I think they're like six inches, so they're not very big. Um, oh, but you can. Uh, there's one guy that has the set for like three hundred bucks, which is a pretty decent price considering they go for quite a bit. Yeah. Um, let's get into the joy of hobbing now. First up, Joint Juice 2.0 bottles coming out hopefully this week. I have uh, the labels. They Dude. shipped, I believe. I uh, place my Joint Juice today. And uh, we have a few people that have ordered them, but definitely get your orders in. We only have 24 bottles of second batch, and I think already 8 to 10 are claimed. Eddie says, Falcon, go fund me in the works. Yeah, get me a Falcon, guys. Go fund me. Well, it's for me. Well, you didn't watch the movie, so. Uh, <laughs> if you did, I mean, I'd, all, I'd be all for it, but I don't know. You didn't do your homework. Uh, last week, I was working on Danny Lee's Captain America uh, and the picture on the left was last week. Picture on the right is this week. So adding more flesh tones, painting the eyes, got the neck to match the face. And uh, I think it's coming along very well. I need to paint the A a little bit more white. Um, Danny Lee was saying it was a bit too dark for his taste. So I'm picking up a, a new Vallejo white uh, to cover that up. But other than that, it's pretty much almost done. Just a few small touch-ups to do. Uh, but I'm very pleased thus far. Uh, also, uh, from Waddle Scrapyard, I did the Joy of Hobbying last week live, totally messed up the sculpt, and then had to strip it and start all over, but it is Gwen Stacy from Into the Spider-Verse to replace the Gwen Stacy head sculpt that came, that's coming with the, um, bullet head Gwen Stacy, uh, because that one's just really bad, I'm just not a fan of it, uh, and then last, I think last, no, second to last, uh, I did a WCF Master Roshi custom, uh, the left is the initial fitment, so I had to dremel down the head, uh, the inside of the head, pretty, pretty decently. But you can see the sunglasses are white, and the flesh was like this really weird orange, yellow, yeah. red color. Definitely was like really disappointed when I got this out of the box. On the right, you can see I repainted the glasses and totally repainted uh, everything on the sculpt. So the the beard, the the glasses, the flesh, and I got it to match like ninety five percent to the stock paint on this. Um, uh, Jack specific, maybe is Irwin, uh, Roshi hulked out Roshi, and I'm I couldn't be happier. Like I, I just can't stop looking at this figure; it looks so good. And uh, I definitely have finished my Roshi collection for the Dragon Ball shelf. And then, last but not least, I am working on an Ahmed Best head sculpt for Wano Scrapyard. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. He sponsors the show, so he asked me if I could paint him a head, and I told him no problem. This is about 30% done, so I'm still just getting down some basic skin tones. <clears throat> and, uh, and it's Ahmad, also a body as well. Ahmad Best is a Instagram guy? Ahmad Best play, played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, no shit. Because I, I see him on Instagram, and he just has like a lot of like Jedi stuff. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, okay. So uh, Ahmad Best played Jar Jar, right? Okay. And then a few years ago, we talked about on the show, but... Uh, he really opened up about being suicidal and how negative Star Wars had been on his life. Yeah, uh, I think things have gotten better because there was w- once he said that there was this huge, you know, it's kind of like the silent majority. Like, like in fact, it's just the smallest crowd is making the loudest noise. Right. Lots of yeah. people came out in support of this guy, 
and he actually hosts um, a, a show. I don't know if you call it a show. It's on you. I guess it were a show. It's like a Star Wars has like this little um, obstacle course show for kids. I think it's called like Jedi Adventures. Yeah, and he plays a Jedi on that show. Okay, cool. Like he's like the host of the show playing a Jedi. But uh, Sean's okay. making a custom of Ahmed Best wearing Jedi robes with this head sculpt in this body. Nice. I yeah. did run into some issues because the hands are like those rubber hands that just don't take paint very well. Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't know how I'm going to work on that. Uh, but at, at the very minimum, the head sculpt is going to turn out really good. Victoria's going to help me. She is obviously uh, super good at painting. And so I'm not that comfortable painting um, darker complexion skin tones. So this is my work thus far, which I think is looking pretty good. So uh, she'll be giving me pointers along the way, but this yeah, is definitely, great. yeah, this is definitely really, I mean, it, it helps because the sculpt is so good. You know, it's not like there's uh you get some sculpts and they're just not so good sometimes, but with Wano Scrapbeard, obviously we're not just saying this, but his sculpts really require very minimum cleanup for you to start. Oh painting. yeah, dude. hundred percent. His sculpts yeah. are amazing. Um, let's uh let's get into grinds my gears and and i think we're gonna have to bs a little bit because i feel like this show is really short so far i don't know i just feel like oh, we're blowing the show look you got me in trouble with my mom by the way thank you thank you kensington bad dean bad bad dean so dean do you know what really grinds my gears uh i'm pretty sure i do halloween kills now um <laughs> what that's not what I thought it was. Oh, trust me. It's coming up after this. We got two grinds my gears this week for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Halloween Kills, uh, they have released a statement on July 8th. We write this to you heartbroken over the fact that the delay of our film is even a discussion. But if there is one thing that a career in the film industry has prepared us for, it is the unexpected. Over the past few weeks, our film family has looked at the forecast of theatrical exhibition with obvious concern. We have discussed and struggled with how best to present Halloween Kills to the loyal fans around the world, as well as the new audience we hope to invite this experience to this experience. It was a wild and vibrant production. We lined up to cast of legacy characters like Lori and Tommy, Lindsay, Lonnie, Marion, Bracket, and The Shape. You know, Manny was there. Then alongside some new faces, we aggressively made the second chapter of our Halloween trilogy. It unfolded into an experience that was creative playground, and we feel confident that our misfit pleasures will be seen as an unexpected entry into this franchise. If we release it in October of this year as planned, we have to face the reality that the film would be consumed in a compromised theatrical experience. After weighing our options, we have chosen to push the film's theatrical release by one year. On top of a traditional release, Universal has agreed to an IMAX presentation of the film in October 2021. We are sound mixing with one of the greatest design teams that can slash, scream, and creep their way into your skin. We're going to have time to complete the film with the quality the fans deserve and preparation on Halloween ends has begun. Um, Now, obviously COVID just ruining everything this year, Um, but it almost goes back to like six weeks ago or so when a lot of uh, movies are being canceled because they didn't want people to basically watch it at home. They thought that, these things would be best seen on the big screen. Right. And I certainly agree that that is 100% true. Um, but you're also assuming that by next October, either COVID's not going to be around, we're going to have a, 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 a vaccination, that things will be different. And, um, and the theaters won't be shut down. I think that is a huge, gamble. huge assumption and a huge gamble because what if 
knock on wood, it's not any better next year in October, then you're going to push it back again. I don't think so. The way that this is written just, just seems like maybe they had a chance to do IMAX and they went for it. But I know a lot of people that are super disappointed. This was the one thing all year they were looking forward to. And now that's ruined as well. Uh, I personally feel like they should just release this film in a video on demand format. Uh, there's been a lot of, of uh, films that have released in that format during this quarantine that have been supremely ex- successful. Um, and I obviously we're, we're saying this from the point of fans of, of, you know, this franchise where there may, may be tons of, of legal stuff involved with that. But um, I know a lot of people were very disappointed, especially because we don't know the reality of COVID in 2021. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Dean? I mean, Dean and I were talking about this. I think it was yesterday. Um, Even let's, I mean, <laughs> we still have the flu every year. And even with the vaccination, people still get the flu. Yeah. Uh, I don't see COVID going anywhere. I think it's going to be like a seasonal thing we have to deal with from now on. Um, And like you said, like to assume that everything's going to be hunky-dory a year from now is insane. Um, Also something neither one of you mentioned, but I think is kind of a concern just logically um think about how many films are going to be pushed next year and the competition they're going to have to face that's also true and that's even if theaters are around in a year i mean some of them are already filing for bankruptcy i think was amc that's getting Uh, ready to file or someone is i think it was regal don't quote me on that but yeah there's been theaters that have uh, yeah it's like kevin this is gonna be exciting. Um, That's a huge gamble because of everything you mentioned, plus the amount of people who are going to be cramming and clamoring for every penny they can to stay afloat at the same time. Yeah, I. It's like, dude, just release it digitally. You'll probably make more money, honestly, because it's what twenty bucks to rent a movie digitally. Yeah, um, I think it's about 25. I will say this. I would not see this movie in theaters. I would wait until it comes out for home release. But I would 100% pay $25 to watch it at home. Um, because I think you've touched on it before. For me to watch a movie is like a $100 night. Like babysitter, yeah. food, drinks, concessions, the the actual seats, it's, the tickets itself. Um, I would much rather watch this at home personally. Uh, yeah, for someone like me who I don't want to spend twenty five bucks, guess what? I don't want to do go to the theater and get COVID. Like, <laughs> even in a year, I don't know if I would go to a theater. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's something I'll ever do again. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So he says like, uh, releasing the film digitally will kill the franchise, in my opinion. Uh, well, releasing in theaters will kill you. So I don't know what like. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, dude? But that makes it even scarier. Why not? I'm just kidding. I don't see. Oh, they're adding to the scare factor. I see. Well, what if, uh, what if he pulls something like, um, what's that movie called? Avatar. You know, it was released like four times. Do both. Release it. Digitally. Yeah, release it digitally. Then next year, release it on IMAX. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. You get the best of both 
both worlds and also, uh, releasing it digitally kill the franchise arguably more people would see it because they're stuck at home fuck it let's just rent this and we'll ride it let's watch the first one if we yeah have. that's a great point i mean if you, there's a second movie in a trilogy that you you get the sales of the first one and the second and the fan I mean, people f- have nothing better to do right now than literally to w- consume any amount of content. Yeah. Look how and, well our show is doing. Yeah. We have like. Ask Dean how many times I go to a theater personally. She only goes if I literally drag her out of the house, and it's usually only for either a Star Wars movie or maybe a Marvel movie. And even then. I have to like fight tooth and nail to get her out of the house. I don't like public places. There's plenty of people like me who enjoy this kind of content who would much rather see it at home. Well, anyway. like, I'm like my mom. She can't be in uh, like dark places. Um, she gets like uh, panic attacks. So she has to wait for the, these movies to come out on home release anyway. Uh-huh. So it's like just release the movie, and you'll probably, like I said, you'll probably make more money that way. You're not paying some middleman to show your movie. You know what I've seen also, Dean? Um, some of the th- some of these theaters uh, have this really great idea. Now, obviously, there's some risk of COVID to mm-hmm. take advantage of this idea, um, but some theaters have been making like to go packs of concessions, so you pay like the 15 bucks and you, you kind of just go to the lobby and you get your popcorn and your drink. And then you go home and you watch your video on demand movie. It's a good way for them to make money because concessions are what movie theaters make a lot of money on. Um, yeah. And so it's a great way to support VOD and also, uh, make some money. Uh, Eddie says some Alamo draft house theaters have already filed for bankruptcy and had major and have had major layoffs. Or maybe do like a, like a, hey, we're only sitting like, I don't know, maybe like 20 people per theater and have people in there directing people where to sit or something. Or like, that's a bad idea though, because they're saying now COVID is airborne and that's just, that air is just recently. What about, Dean, you remember this old school drive ins? Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Why haven't. That is a great idea, actually, because I almost feel like that would make the atmosphere even better. Oh, Dude, so cool. <laughs> when I was a kid, me and Dean and our family, we went to go see uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 in the theater at the drive-in, rather. Uh-huh. And that was so fun. Like, I loved that. I And that would be a really cool way to see a movie while keeping your space between people and having your concessions and whatever it is that bonus you're idea do. have cosplayers as michael myers fucking with people like walking <laughs> up the cars and like banging on the doors oh no <laughs> that would be dope yeah that's a great idea Dini. it's do a we great idea a, a drive in here in town or is it finally gone i think I... there's one and also my parents were saying i think it's either SeaWorld or six flags um but they're doing like uh, I think it's Six Flags. They're doing drive-in stuff because they have that huge parking lot. Yeah, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I know she sent me a link to check it out. But um, yeah, Fern is saying drive-throughs finna make a huge comeback, dude. My favorite, one of my favorite memories of all time, because uh, back then I don't know if they do it now, but drive-throughs would do like double features. Like you could watch a movie and then like there's a brief intermission and then there's a second like different movie, like completely unrelated. 
and we would go and we would get like like twenty dollar burgers and like just a shitload of snacks uh, <laughs> with my uncle, and we would just like stay up till like three in the morning because it starts like at ten, but it's six hours of movies almost. Uh, really, really good. Manny says Walmart's are converting their parking lots to drive-ins. That's a really good idea. That's cool. And your mom says they should bring back drive-ins. That's a great I idea. Love to go to a drive-in. That sounds awesome. You could bring that girl of yours, take her out for a night on the town. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro Pulse, Dean, grinds my gears. Now, um, I do not think that billion-dollar companies should crowdsource figures. Uh, so much so, in fact, because they needed 6,000 backers for this figure uh, by, I think it was the end of August. There's 41 days left. Mm-hmm. And they hit that number in one day. Now, if you're going to crowdsource something, it has to be something that um, might not do well. And obviously, a Sentinel, one of the most important villains of the X-Men in the Marvel comic universe, like that's not something that to me seems that risky. Um we talked with uh, Amy Warnick, the general manager of Chronicle Collectibles, um, off air and just kind of got some feedback about their company. And um, I think there's certain companies that maybe might that might be morally okay for them to do it. And I think Chronicle is one of them if they ever uh, do kickstart a project. But Hasbro is a company that has billions of dollars in, in assets and billions of dollars in value. Uh, thousands of employees. Um, I do not think that this is something that should have ever been crowd, potentially crowdfunded. Obviously, it's funded already, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but I do not like the idea of this at all. Eddie says he got five. Danny says Cookie Monster Puppet did not get funded. Yeah, that was an epic fail. Um, Dean- Cookie Monster makes sense. What fucking... What, what? Who are you making that for? Obviously, no one. No one wanted it. No one backed it. Or not enough people backed it. So it's like, that makes sense. I still if don't think so. Your, if you think it's good enough to make, then fucking make it. If you hit your goal in a day, pull that shit down. And the most annoying thing is, like, if we hit this number, you unlock this pen. It was, it was literally a Kickstarter on Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking hate this. Um, what yeah, are you guys' thoughts? Three hundred fifty dollars? No, and it doesn't include fucking batteries. Yeah, two AAA batteries. The cheapest battery, arguably. Fucking Hot Toys are what two hundred dollars, and they come with the watch batteries. Those watch batteries are sometimes like five bucks each. Now I'm sure he's not paying that, but still, like, I mean, they're using the shittiest batteries. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. not gonna. That's not the place. That's not the the thing I'll die on, but. You're right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Battery's not included. Um, I mean, granted, this thing is fucking huge. It's gigantic. It was a 27 inches or 26.5 or something. Yeah. It's it's massive. It'll be a big ass box. But $350 for a giant Marvel Legends? No. This is maybe, I don't know, like a $150 figure. Yeah, um, they needed uh, or 6, last, yeah, the last the tier two at seven thousand. That's mm-hmm. 
$2.8 million that they've pocketed from people. Yeah, I'm also annoyed that it's a pay-up-front system. It's not like a payment plan or even like a upon delivery. Yeah, uh, he, DJ agrees. He says $150 to $200 is a fair price. And and obviously, it's like, look, they already have made this thing. These aren't renders. They've already spent the R&D making this a figure. Like, <laughs> you're... I, I, yeah, I don't get it. I honestly, I don't understand. Like, it's just fucking shitty. What is the opposite of a slam dunk? I don't know. A fucking. It's you, a fucking you, air ball. You stayed at home and fucking <laughs> ate popcorn and watched. It's not very catchy. Wait, can you um, can you remind me how much this is? Three hundred fifty dollars. Now, I've seen three hundred dollar toys before and even taking into consideration its size it doesn't look really all that detailed to me like it just doesn't seem like it's worth that kind of money no yeah, it's really not the material doesn't look great it looks kind of cheapo actually there's no, there's no like high amount of detail at least with the that stupid um transformer that they made but even then, it wasn't even that detailed because a third-party figure made one, and it was even better. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hasbro doesn't come out with the quality that warrants not only spending that kind of money, but paying it up front and waiting a year. It's like, mm -hmm. they've already engineered this figure. What exactly are, am I paying for? Like, I don't I, need the money to, to make it. You have the factories. You've already paid people to engineer this thing. Just fucking make it. Yeah, yeah. Unicorn is what I was talking to. Talking about. Um, Danny Lee says, I think it's also because retailers don't want to order these large items for the shelf. I think you could do it like PX Preview style where local comic stores order it for their store because almost every local comic store in our area ordered the sale barge. And I know a lot of them ordered the Unicron as well. So uh, I'm not a big fan. Uh, Manny says they ended up succeeding in the end, so they had the last laugh. I don't know. A lot of people got uh, didn't really like the idea of it. So, I mean, I guess technically they made a lot of money, but I'm no, still going to shit not. on them every time that they do it because I think yeah, it's, it's fucking bullshit that a fucking multi-million dollar <clears throat> billion dollar company. Yeah, um, asking you to bankroll the shit that they've already made. Episode two of Collecting Comics did go up on Monday. I thought it was really good. Uh, Sean is going to be joined uh, going forward by Cody Jahey, our Dungeon Master. They're both into comics, and they're going to be working on uh, doing it as a live show going oh, yeah. forward. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be uh, great. And uh, I'm really excited for it. I was really proud of how the second episode turned out. Sean did a great job. And uh, Yeah, but... Yeah, it's really good. It's definitely one that you want to watch on video. And I kind of told them, like, hey, a lot of people listen to audio. Let's try to make them going forward a little bit more in the middle. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely something that that he was really proud to have made. So, uh, Dean, let's say thank you to our Patreons who support us and who love yeah. us and care for us. We're even joined by one of our Patreons right now. Oh, yes. Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fear, Ian C.B., Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, our sweet friends. Uh, Danny Lee, Dini, look, you're right there. Hey, Stephen Cret, Jason Nelson, Big Old Fern, 
King Zach. Shocking. King Zach is a Patreon. Uh, Eric Ruiz, Mario Cortez, Stephen Purchase, Sean Yancey, Scott Bradley. And I think this is a new name, Jesse Contreras. I don't remember saying yeah. Ah, shit, I feel bad. Shout out to Quinn also. I need to add Quinn's name. Oh, Quinn. Yeah. Um, he joined uh, a little bit after I made this. So is big it... shout out to Quinn as well. Yeah. Uh, our Patreon benefit this month was the Holographic Creeps Ara sticker. Let me go solo cam here so I can show you guys what it looks like. I think it looks really good. So the only way to get that is by joining Patreon, and uh, that is our thank you to you. We're also doing a, a bonus. Uh, Dean, do you have your little acrylic charm you can pull up for me? It's in my hands. Oh, we're also doing, let me solo cam you, the acrylic charm for people who sign up for the $15 tier. I think we only have like 12 of those left. So if you want in, please let us know and uh, sign up for that $15 tier. You'll get a certificate of crispiness, the acrylic charm, the Creeps Arrest sticker, and a few others to catch you up uh, as a thank you for joining. So big shout out to those people. We have the $5 a month tier, which is the sticker. And the $15 a month tier is the certified crispy certificate. One free sculpt per year painted for free by Darkside Customs. Ian does fantastic work. I will fix your figure for free, which is what Danny took advantage of for her uh, McFarlane, yeah. uh, where the Wild Things Are figure, and all the benefits of the $5 tier. And also, I wanted to mention, <clears throat> we have a new Instagram channel. Uh, one of our good friends, Eric, had this great idea, and he did this all on his own, and I was really happy with how it turned out. And so, big shout out to him and Manny. Manny made the logo, and uh, Eric is basically taking small snippets of the the live show and of after dark and uploading them to this highlights Instagram. So it's collecting weekly underscore clips. So definitely check it out. If you like our show, if you want to see some highlights, it is, uh, yeah, it's usually like the funniest parts of the show. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. And and I got to admit some really good moments in after dark episode 19. That was probably one of the greatest ones. That was our four hour stream. That was one of the greatest after darks we've ever had. So, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good time. Uh, Danny Lee was saying he liked the Batman version. Hopefully we get it in sticker form. Yeah. So, um, the thing about that is Sean collects primarily Marvel and it is his show. So, uh, we gave him a selection of designs to pick from and he picked the one that he wanted. Uh, but yeah, we'll definitely look into making more collecting comics stickers, just like we have variations of the CW logo if collecting comics becomes a, a big show, we'll definitely make plenty of variants with your favorite comic characters. On Manny, it, so. I'm going to send you one right now if you could mock that up for me. A logo idea or a collecting comics idea? A collecting comics. Of Robotech? Ooh, it's a good one, too. No, I was going to make one <clears throat> from Berserk. Hell yeah. Big shout out to uh, everyone watching live. You guys are great. Big shout out to Dini for joining us. Uh, big shout out to Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, and TC. Uh, they're always doing some really good work on their show. PJ the Paradox Nerd, Matt Mangum, and Rogue One Six. Uh, also, big shout outs uh, to Optical Twenty for letting us join in on the stream with uh, Justin and PJ. I thought that was a pretty fun stream. What do you think, Dean? Yeah, I mean, I jumped on super late. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think I was only there what maybe like the last hour. Yeah, like the last hour and a half. Um. So I didn't really, I didn't, I don't think I jumped in that much, but yeah, obviously a bunch of uh, group of cool guys. Uh, I'm really sad I didn't get to say hi to Optical because it was like I jumped in the stream and it was like everyone was going. So uh, shout out to Optical, he's a good guy. 
Yeah, he's a really good da- really good guy. I really like him. And uh, we're glad to be friends with those people. Uh, do you guys have any shout-outs you wanted to give? <clears throat> Shout-out to your mom and Steve for watching our show live. Yeah, the sweet angels. Um, I feel like there's always someone I want to shout-out, and I forget at the end. And then, like, an hour later, I'll be like, shit. But I can't think of anyone else to tell my head. Well, that's our show for tonight. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Hopefully, uh, next episode, we'll have a bit more content for you. I felt like this one was a little light as far as the news goes. But that is... Uh... Oh, that is the... Uh... That's, that's just the... how live shows go. Uh, Fern says, you guys didn't talk about how horrible the Beast figure turned out. I am oh. not aware of what we're talking about here. Oh, you're not? Dude, I can send you the picture. <laughs> We're going to talk about it right now, so stay yeah. tuned. Give us a quick second. We'll get this pulled up. Um, Eric sent I don't know if the, the X-Man movie. Eric sent... I just put it in your uh, Messenger, Facebook. Um, Wait, you sent it to me? Oh, yeah. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Eric sent this to us this morning. I guess maybe you missed it. Oh, my God. So that just came out today? Yeah, dude, it's ugly. Oh, man. Okay, so let's talk about it. Now, so luckily, me... the figure comes with an alternate outfit. <laughs> So I guess this isn't such a huge deal, but damn, it's oh my hideous. god! Like, what the heck? wait, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> I thought it was so, a joke. I thought this was a joke, but this is actually from TNS. So that I don't, was- I don't understand. So, in in the movie, is this blue here supposed to be fur? Or in the movie, is it like a like a like the basketball players wear like those three quarter sleeves? Yes, it's a sleeve. Oh, that's horrible! It's hideous. Now this looks great, like from from like this down. But what is this? This is like, dude, it looks like a like a fiberglass a skirt, like for like a little girl's like Halloween costume. Like <laughs> I, it, it, I I can't. I don't have words. It's so bad. None of the blues work well with each other. Yeah, they're like all totally different tones of blue. It's like you got like Yondu paint and then like some weird almost like a just a true blue this like light. This looks like uh Chris Tucker's character in the four elements. Nothing matches. I mean, it's just like Chris Tucker would wear. Fifth elements. Fifth bro. elements. Just <laughs> fifth elements. It, no, it's you're talking about the fifth one. Just one element. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan. Really I'm so right. glad that that you guys showed me this, but uh, yeah, dude, um, it's fucking terrible. But like I said, there's an alternate outfit. I feel like so does you, it cover all that? Yeah, I feel like if you get this figure, you just don't do this. This is so. Terrible. This was by Toys Era. I believe so. Uh, TNS posted it on the. Oh okay, yeah. Toys R Us. So what? What movie is this from? Uh, X Men. Either okay. So the alternate outfit doesn't look bad. It's like a sweater. Yeah, it looks covers fine. all that. It's like a just like a regular outfit. Yo, but time out. Okay, so that's not even the worst part though. Like, look at what they sold you though. Like what they sold you yeah, is pretty decent. Is like actually not bad. Yeah. Like that looks pretty serviceable. That's completely different. Oh my god! The quality of the stitching on his like 
Yeah, even on the outfit looks completely different than what is in that picture. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of that. It's different. Oh my god! It's 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 like uneven. It's it's insulting. It literally looks like it was like stone crooked by his like abs. Like that piece there that's kind of crooked. Oh my! I think it might be the waist tilted a little bit, but yeah, that does look off. That's true. That could be. Sometimes they need a little futzing out of the box. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. I got to see a review though. Maybe it just needs to be futzed. On the shoulder on the left, there's more material than the shoulder on the right. On his, I guess it would be his right near his side. You can see like the stitching tearing apart from. Yeah, you see that, right there. Pulling. It's completely different. I don't know, man. I mean, it could be this one figure. Like (laughs) the the person selling it, just showing you out of the box, like, "Hey, here's the figure." It's like, dude, I would not be impressed if I had already spent my money on that. I'd be pissed, dude. I would be nervous, furious. Because you know, in our chat, we're very seldom ever serious. We like to joke around and meme. So when Eric sent this, I thought he was being funny. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is that's TNS. And I went and looked. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Sean's here. Toys Era usually does a great job, which this is why I'm like so shocked. I was like, wait. Now Danny Lee says important here, it's still better than TFA Chewy. Oh yeah, 100 percent 100 percent Well, that's our show, guys. Thank you, Fernando, for bringing this to my attention. Unfortunately, we don't catch all the news, but we do try to catch as much as possible. But anyways, yeah, guys, some news will drop literally in like minutes or the next day. Yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Dini. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.